Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. So... Welcome to welcome to my radio show, <laughs> aka your bedroom. Um, TLK, how would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> what a great question to start with. Hello, firstly, <laughs> thank you for having me in your radio station, aka my bedroom. I would introduce myself as. A producer, a vocalist, musician, for the purposes of this conversation. <laughs> yes. And wow, that conversation hit me. So, that, that question hit me so deeply. Um, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, the way that we introduce ourselves and how we identify around what we make. And I guess that's something I've been thinking about recently <laughs> always always um but yes in this conversation it feels nice to honor those parts of me and explore the most recent happenings which is why you invited me on <laughs> of course yeah and you know you will be revealed in your wholeness as a human to a like larger extent than mm. an introduction throughout the interview as well. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I obviously invited you here because I think you're wicked and I really rate your work and um, and I like you as a human being. <laughs> and Thank you, also because you have upcoming things coming out, which is really exciting. Mm. Um, and yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a bit. Um, but first, I, I think I want to just ask you a bit about your creative practice. Um, I know, from what I know about you, um, I don't know you really, really well, but you seem to have quite a lot of strings to your bow. You make your own work and you also work with other musicians. Um, you're a multi-faceted creator in as far as I can see. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I uh, just wanted to ask you about your creative practice and how would you uh, how would you talk about that mm-hmm. thank you for those observations I guess it's interesting to experience how someone else experiences what we do and, and what we share um, my creative practice I think at the core it's usually uh, some kind of solace uh, to move through something that I need to process like many of us it's 
a place where we find some respite, some sense of transmutation, I suppose. Something coming through psychologically uh, and then making something uh, or just being within a time uh, I guess that's that's the main thing being within a time uh, to then make sense of that thing and sometimes something comes out of that and that's great and other times it's purely that sense of um, movement I suppose um, but I think that sharing is where is is what differentiates whether it is a thing where whether it is um, something that wants to be shared to kind of continue that dialogue or whether the movement that you've gone through um, can exist just there and then um, so part of that process is is deciding like oh this is something that I'd like to develop and share and not just with an audience but um, an audience or listener but with other people who make things who are thinking about similar similar things and moving through similar things um, or not at all uh, and experiencing how that dialogue changes over time and shifts um, not just within music but across lots of different practices um, at the moment practically I'm enjoying using my voice a lot um, and synths and um, playing with bits of like fragments of, of audio and, and changing what they are into something else um, it's always blown my mind how any bit of audio can be totally extrapolated into something entirely different it doesn't matter what it is um, amazing <laughs> amazing answer I really enjoyed listening to you um, mm. listening to you speak on that and so do you feel that you are kind of the same being when you're creating things with and for yourself versus creating things with and for other people mm. um, like in their creative projects for example so um, for anyone who's listening to this um, quite a lot of musicians have their own creative projects where they make their work and then they also maybe an instrumentalist or um, a, a, a brain or a both and a spirit and creative force within and behind someone else's creative project as well mm. um, and TLK is one of these people who I have seen doing their own stuff and then also working with other people so yeah just wondering if there is a difference between how you kind of feel like you show up mm. or, or not yeah, that's a mega interesting question. It's quite a new thing for me, actually, playing for other people's projects and has been a big learning. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a big honour to be invited into someone's world uh, that's often very vulnerable and requires a lot of trust. Um, yeah, I think it's been... Unexpected in a way to to be doing that increasingly um, 
in the in the past sort of six months to a year <laughs> there's been um a fair few projects now that I've been lucky enough to be involved with um I think ultimately I'm I think knowing how I feel about the work that I make and how much trust there is involved in in bringing other people in but also how how much um how much other people bring and how exciting that is and how something can expand so much uh with another mind two three four other minds um it's been really fun to do to do that for other people and to i guess have it reflected back to me what it's like to engage in someone else's project and um i think it's helped me to understand um in more entirety when when i'm asking people to hop on board with the TLK stuff it's like there's a great uh, level of empathy I think now um, and in terms of how I show up I think what's paramount is uh, communicating uh, what they're trying to do like what the project is uh, intended to do or what the project means to that person um, and understanding the roots of what they're making um, and trying to be somewhat of a canvas to communicate that and not um, it's quite uh, I guess freeing, relieving um, <laughs> to, to, to know that and to um, in a way be quite a neutral but invested person um, it allows you to do your job practically as an instrumentalist uh, and also like a team member um, while allowing the music to speak and the, the concepts behind it to speak mm. I can 100% resonate with what you're saying mm. um, yeah, it's funny, isn't it, how there is something, um, I guess there's something a little lighter about sometimes working in other people's projects, because there's, you, I guess you're carrying, <laughs> it's like less of your own sort of soul just mm. being sort of like sploshed around, <laughs> and you're being the container for someone else's soul. Mm. The soul's sploshing. Soul's sploshing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. And do you find with, having these different roles that um it's easy to juggle and balance and move between things or not <laughs> <laughs> um i'd say somewhere in between those things it's it's both a really positive feedback loop of um like you say being involved in something uh, with the sense of lightening in a way um, it yeah it creates space to think about things differently and to be also to be learning other people's material for me has been really insightful um, I'm not a session musician I don't know <laughs> how I've ended up in this <laughs> in this situation but I think it's been 
great for me musically to be learning other people's tunes and to to understand how other people think musically um i think you know we all have our way of interacting with uh i don't know harmony and textures and and um we all have palettes so to get to know someone else's and be invited invited into that and then um yeah it's been amazing to kind of see those worlds develop and then it almost allows you to see your own palette differently and and also other projects um that you admire or appreciate uh so in that way yeah it's amazing um i think it's it's been a lesson in in time management um (laughs) as it always is um but equally like you say it's a lightening on the soul front of like what you're giving energetically to the project um but also on like a on the back end like the admin (laughs) right yeah that's no no someone else is carrying that weight and it's a lot of weight to carry to run an independent project as we all know um so to be able to engage with parts of it and uh experience the the joys of um experiencing someone else's musical world but then yeah like being able to step away (laughs) from those from those parts like i think it's important and i think other people that play with me appreciate that as well um not having to do (laughs) those things yes 100 percent reservation station (laughs) so one of the things i asked you when i asked you to join me on this radio show was to come up with a few tunes that have inspired you or influenced you for your own music or or even just that you liked and that you wanted to play and i don't know what they are yet mm. but it's time for mysteries. you to yeah mysteries um yeah let us know what what's the first tune that you chose and why the first track i chose i mean it's always i find it hard when when given that question like which which tracks have been formative like so many all the time um so i just picked uh this one this one i love this track um <laughs> we were listening to this so i was on tour with a project called Bocky. um wonderful wonderful music and human being uh of a good friend of mine becky uh, who also plays in tlk um, on the violin we were driving back from a show, it was like three in the morning probably and uh, she put this playlist on which is another reason why playing in other people's projects is great because you experience not only their music but the worlds of music that have influenced them um, and this one was Sarah Neufeld track, I hope I've pronounced that right uh, <laughs> called You Are The Field from her debut solo project album called Hero Brother, uh, which is 10 years old now, um, 2013. And I think this album was co-produced, recorded by Nils Fram. Um, she's a violinist and composer 
uh, also a member of Arcade Fire. Fun. Um, and this track, oh, it's so moving. It's, uh, I think, a real mirror of the human voice in the way that she's using the violin, playing with very intricate pitch movement and this very like lulling, meditative rhythm that she stretches like in really tiny minute ways um and that just listening to that at three in the morning and like this slumbery haze on the m4 <laughs> <laughs> uh but equally i think you could listen to this like in broad daylight and in that full sun um yeah it's beautiful and it's dark and it's twisting um hope you enjoy it So you've made a new EP. <laughs> I have. What is the actual release date? The 24th of May. It's releasing on Ishmael Ensemble's label, Seven Songs, which has become this portfolio of Bristol musicians and producers who are making music and sharing it. Um, it's lush to be part of that community. And so two of the tracks are out already. There's Serenia and Lioness, is that right? So Serenia is like a standalone single uh, that holds its own world. It's not part of Primed for Loss, which is the okay. EP. And Lioness, yeah, Lioness is the lead single for that, which came out on the 26th of April. So that's okay. been out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And how many tracks is going to be on the EP? It's three tracks. Yeah. Awesome. My yeah. Gosh, very excited. So I want to talk a bit about the creative process for you in making the EP. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And was there any collaboration? I mean, it was self-produced, right? Yeah, predominantly. Predominantly, um, I worked closely with Rob Pemberton up in Stroud, just, just up the way, um, who, yeah, absolute godsend. I have been wanting to work with someone else on the kind of mixing uh mostly the mixing and just like having someone to bounce off of on a production level um and we met through working together on our friend alan's project tiny chapter um at the kind of close of last year um i just had this really good feeling and went with it and yeah it was definitely the right decision I think because he comes, he approaches mixing from a production angle, which is what I do as well, um, to have someone to, to do that with and to share 
um, the momentum with, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, it's special. I think there's a lot of this process that is done alone, so to kind of branch out with bits of it, which I did way more with this EP than the first one, I think has been really special. And what was the entry point for creating this body of work for you? Mm. Wow, yeah. The entry point was a residency at Snape Maltings, which was um, last March. And I arrived with these not quite formed tracks or songs, I should say, um, that I'd been writing for maybe six months prior to that. Uh, And I think that was the entry point for actually laying it down and (laughs) starting the process um, on like a, okay, I have this much time to record this and moving it along in that way. Um, I think in terms of the writing, the entry point was, uh, yeah, just really going deep with my experience of loss and I suppose re-understanding or trying to get some understanding of of, uh, a grieving process that I didn't really have access to. Um, my mum passed away when I was three, which is just way too young to understand what that means. Um, and it's been, yeah, it's been a process of reclaiming that grieving time, uh, and forming an understanding of what happened, um, and also allowing quite nuanced feelings and, uh, ways of understanding what happened to emerge and let them out um and yeah form like a a real ode to her as a person for bringing me into the world bringing me and my brother and sister into the world um and I think this has come up in my work a lot before and will continue to um, Serenia, for example, and Most Alive from the, the first EP, Strength and Tenderness, it all draws on this um, complex maternal relationship and, and relationship to loss and grief. Um, but this was a time to make something that was like a, a very intentional project um, just dealing with this. Uh, and I think it could have been way longer, but it ended up being these three tracks and they all bring out like a slightly different nuance of that of that time. Um, and Primed for Loss, the title is kind of a summary of, or like a surmising line, few words of the time where I was approaching that reclaiming grief um, period which is the idea that in experiencing this very formative grief in in childhood um, in a way it it primes you, it sets you up to feel lost very heavily throughout life and in understanding that phrase um, there's a hope that that can be noticed and be like okay I'm feeling 
so crushed by this by this loss um even something hypothetical like oh what if this doesn't happen um but to be able to notice it and and see it uh hopefully means moving through it with a bit more ease obviously that is such an incredibly personal and deep subject matter for the work Mm. and you made the work yourself but also there was a collaborative element how was it to kind of um like share that process considering Mm. how tender it is Mm. i think it kind of comes back to something i said earlier this idea of making something and it being shared yeah. um, there's there's the feeling of it in your own time and uh, in isolation but then to create dialogue around it is what continues that unpacking process with others and for others as well Like um, I recorded a four piece string section for this that's a big part of the sound palette is um, these string players Becky, Mim, Sean and Sam um, came together purely for this project uh, and it's been amazing to spend a lot of intentional time with them um, sharing what each of these tracks are about and where they came from um and beyond that talking about their experiences or like what resonates with them about that um because loss is something that touches us all and will continue to i think that there's a big gap in the collective narrative around that i think um in many other cultures death is something that's like so spoken about and and um integrated into life and i think there's like a big big disparity um uh at least in wide experience previously um so i think to to bring that uh into conversation and to learn from others and how they've experienced it has been really special and um yeah I think the fact that I'd done this a lot of this work in in my own mind you know just uh it has helped to approach those situations with some strength thank you so much for sharing all of that so we're gonna come to the second tune now Mm. that you are sharing with us what is it? Why is it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> this track is called Baby Blue and it's by the wonderful Kathleen Francis. Um, yeah, Kathleen's voice is one of my absolute favourites. The way she uses her voice, the tone, the delivery and also uh, this EP Through the Blue which she released last year. Um, it blends classical instrumentation with more electronic sounds and vocal processing which I'm a big fan of so this is that and Kathleen is going to be opening for the hometown show for for the the tour that's about to commence so a timely moment to share share her music also 
Enjoy. So you you are touring? Yeah, this is the first TLK tour. Which in the history is, of time yeah, ever. In the history of time. Oh my gosh. Since the Mongols. Um this run is starting today. It as it is. Should oh, I yeah. say <laughs> Thursday. Thursday, the 11th of May, yeah. which is when people will hear this. Um and I'll be in Brighton for Brighton Festival uh, and then London on the 13th of May. I'm supporting Nabiha Iqbal's album launch Woohoo! at the ICA. That is very awesome and sick <laughs> and exciting and great. Yeah, it's going to be a beautiful show, that one. What date is that? The 13th of May. Oh, I'm going to be in France. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love to have come. Oh, next time. Next time. Uh, 14th of May playing the Howard Assembly Room in Leeds uh, 16th of May playing Bungalows and Bears in Sheffield 18th of May playing at Cobalt Studios in Newcastle very excited to be back in Newcastle and then the 25th of May at London South Bank Centre uh, that's with Andis Fai really looking forward to that one and then the hometown show at Bristol, 7th of June, it's a Wednesday, and it's at St. Ambrose Church in St. George, just by the park. I will see you there. And that show will be the only one with the full string section, so <gasps> grand piano, four-part strings. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. And an opening set from Kathleen Francis, who we heard earlier. And where can people find you on the internet? on the interwebs <laughs> uh, I'm at TLK Vox TLK V-O-X on all of the socials and my website is the best place to find all of the ticket links for the tour um, and that's TLKVox.com and your new EP Primed for Lost is going to be out on the 24th of May mm-hmm. my gosh so exciting so before we wrap it up what is next for you after this? Do you have like an idea in your mind of what is next or are you just sort of in this moment and gonna get there mm. when you get there? Or maybe something else? <laughs> yeah, we're playing some festival shows with the full band, um, which is Becky on violin still and then James and Liam, my rhythmic brothers, they are joining. And that will be quite different material actually. Some new tracks that I... I'm imagining are going to form the next record, really. Um, so yeah, playing playing live over the summer and hunkering down to refine the new stuff. I'm really looking forward to making new things. It's going to be good. Great! I can't wait to keep <laughs> following. TLK, thank you so much for joining me. Well, so thank you so much for letting me join you <laughs> in your bedroom yeah, to record this thanks episode. Thanks for being here. This is where it all, it's where all, it all happens. Yeah. I can feel the vibrations of it all mm. just seeping into me and making me stronger <laughs> and richer and wiser. So, to play us out, what is the final tune 
that you have. Do you have a th- final no, the final one? I needed two. Oh, great. Well, I'll just play your music then, <laughs> which is probably quite nice. Every time I do this, I get to the third one. I'm like, I feel like I should play the artist's music. Um, so I'll just play your music. Oh, maybe you could play Linus. I'll play Linus. That, that one is out. Humans who have your ears on us right now, this is the first single from TLK's new EP and it's called Lioness. Mm. 